thanks for taking the time to do this. It is something I really appreciate you doing. No, thanks. Th thanks for the time and for the space. No, it's all good. It's all good. It's, it's my absolute pleasure. First things first, 2022, how's it been treating, treating you so far? Uh, it's been good. Uh, yeah. Busy. <laughs> Isn't it? We, yeah. we, we released the album back in January. And uh, then we went on the road supporting Vader and Marduk, uh, some countries in Europe and in the UK. And hopefully going to keep that busy thing during the year. Uh, but yeah, it's been busy. It's been nice. Uh, a good feedback when, when we were on the road as well. Uh, that's nothing, nothing to complain so far. No, it's good, man. You've already got more under your belt this year than uh, most people did over the last couple of years. Um, talking of which, like the last couple of years, the Risen Dread, do you, do you guys feel like you've kind of ridden out the COVID wave as best as possible and got to the other side in the strongest position you possibly could be in? Yeah, the COVID, which it was, we, we tried to get the album done and mm. as best as we could. Um, before COVID, we had we had the tour booked in for April of 2020. Um, of course, that didn't happen. A lot of things we couldn't practice. We couldn't do much uh, because of lockdowns and the restrictions. And every kind of every time they kind of ease ease up a bit of the restrictions, like yeah, let's let's get back to practice and finish the tracks and finish the tracks. We then we booked the studio to record the album. We postponed. Then we have to postpone again. At the end, we end up changing studio to recording Belfast. Uh, otherwise, we'd have to wait until November last year last year to record the album. And the plan that we had was, we have, we must have the album out by the time the pandemic started kind of say nearly gone or things start getting back to normal because we want to be on the road straight after and we want to have a, a, a brand new material to promote yeah and we, we didn't want to miss that timing which was very, very so that that's why we end up changing the studio to record in july we got the we, we recorded up in belfast then we we got uh, Kai from Cole Keller Studio in Germany to mix and master the album. And from there, we just worked on uh, videos releasing singles. And to, we got with the tour, we got the album, everything sorted, the dates. We, we already had the dates in mind, like playing out. This day is going to be the single. This day is going to be the other single. The other day is going to be the other single. Then the album we're going to drop on that day. We're going to drop a single before the album, a, a video single before the album. So we had everything planned. Hmm. Structure-wise, dates set after after we got the master. Like after we like that's the master done. Cool. Now we can work the dates. Uh, and yeah, yeah, I'd say we 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 try to do the most of the most. We we wanted to release the album before, uh, but of course we we couldn't. Let's say like, all bands and everything they they got. They everybody was impacted somehow by the COVID. So we we also we also struggled mentally with the lockdowns, uh, the band, uh, some of the members. And so a few, a few of the lyrics in the album is personal to someone in the band. And yeah, but in, in terms of the result, we cannot complain at all.
Yeah, I'm glad you got there in the end. I mean, it sounds like a hefty experience just trying to get the damn thing together and get it out, let alone um, just getting through the pandemic in general during that period. And it's fantastic, as you said, that this this incredible tour with Vader and Marduk um, just came about recently. Overall for you, how was the tour and the reaction, the live reaction, particularly with so many different countries, different places played? What was it like for you guys? Yeah, it was... We were very uh, unsure because we are not the same style as they they are. Yeah, uh, we are like ah, oh, kind of like they are very uh, they're old school death metal, black metal. We are not that. We're not about speed. We're not about blast beating. And I was like, That's, is that gonna work? Is that gonna work? But let, let's go for it. Like we 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 had a chance. We're like we're not gonna say no. Mm. Uh, then we jump. Uh, we started so they started to do the tour before we joined a second date in Helmond in Netherlands uh, first gig was a shite oh really yeah not 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 because of the crowd not, not, not because because we had technical problems we practiced the set list for the entire set list we're going to play fine during the practice fine then we got there we're going to do the sound check and we started having problems with one of the backing tracks. I was like, God, oh, that's not working. It's not working. And then tried to fix doing the sound check, but we have very limited time for the sound check. And so I was like, oh, it's not going to work. So then we ended up like, cool, we're going to be on stage seven. So I'm going to try to fix this. If I can fix, fine. If I cannot fix, we remove the track from the set list. Mm. But then we went up uh, the backstage. I was like, oh, the guy's like, oh, look, we have Jenner. I was like, ah, I'm going to try to fix this. Then I kind of, Ate, I, I ate it a little bit and I was like I'm going to go back to the laptop try to fix that as soon as I sat down uh, the guitar tech was like uh, you guys are up in 10 minutes I was like it's not, it's not 7 I was like no no it's a half 6 I was like oh <laughs> so we ended up back in the stage like okay we got, we're removing that track from the set list we played one uh, I'd say probably played 25 minutes because we removed the track mm. uh, after that Second gig was in Germany. And then I, I kind of like sat down with the laptop for 10 minutes, try to fix. I already had in my mind, if that doesn't fix, I'm changing the set list. And then that, yeah. that's, that's, that's going to be the set list for, 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 we add a new track. We do the sound check with the new track. So see if everyone's comfortable with that track, then that's fine. You didn't get it working. So like, let, let, let's do this. Like, I just got the guys in the van. It's like, can you do that? Yeah, cool. After that, Setlist was smooth as really good, and we, in terms of countries, we really we, we had a really good feedback in Germany. All, all, all places that we played in Germany, we, we played in we played three dates in Germany. There mm. was uh, Malzburg, Bayern, and the last one was Bochum. And the feedback that we got from people was really cool we saw we saw a lot of merch on those on those days as well and people are like oh it's nice to see a band that's different from the other ones yes in that in that tour and as a matter of fact there's i think there were three or four people in second date in marsburg that they came to talk to us like we came to see you we didn't came to see the other guys we came to see you because they all they always bring extreme metal bands to, to town but they never bring bands like you as soon as we saw that your name's on the on the poster, 
we already, they already knew the band. It's like, we got to know the band by internet and we liked it. So then we, we, we came to see you. Like, I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> like, we didn't expect that. We also have had a really good feedback in London where we played in the garage in Manchester as well. The, those are the best in terms of crowd feedback that we had was really cool. We had a technical mission in Glasgow. Uh, one, uh, one of the triggers of the drum bass was failing and it, it killed the whole set list. So I, and especially for that one, I had the monitors with a good kick in there and I, I could see the kick was failing. And I, was play, I, I played the entire set list annoyed. I was like, ah, oh, it's not working, it's not working. And, and he, he, our, our drone started for the second one because the trigger was falling from the kick. But he, on that on that one in Glasgow, we hopefully gonna be back there to play a better, to have a better performance on stage for them because we you, uh, we left the stage very frustrated. Yeah. That one. So, so those, two, those two gigs, Helmand, because they are both technical issues that we had, was very frustrated. Uh, it's just a bit disappointing. Uh, we couldn't give the performance that we wanted. Sadly, you know, technical issues, of course, they come up. You gave it your best, and I'm so glad that it went so well after that. It was just a technical issue, and then the rest of the tour up to Glasgow went brilliantly, and, you know, technical issue, yeah. they say. It's something, something that uh, you return later on that further down the line, and uh, you kick Glasgow's ass instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was, I was talking to, I was talking to the guys, uh, Marduk guys, one of mm. the dates, and then they were asking how, how we were feeling about the tour, and so I was like, it's been fine. It's like we, that was before Glasgow. Like we had problem, like technical problem on the first day, and after that, it's been fine. And he was like, "Yeah, first day of the tour is always bad. Like it's always, it's, 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 it's always a lot of things to go wrong until you, you like get things rolling, and then you basically automatically know what you're gonna do, what you're gonna do each day. You know, yeah, the whole process is gonna be pretty much the same. Like the first day is always a bit. You might have technical, like you." He even said you guys had technical problem, but you might have a bit of problem on on, on sounding or not really comfortable playing for whatever reason on that yeah. day. And you like, and especially because it had been two years since our first gig. Actually, the, uh, the last gig was in January 2020, and then the first gig was that gig in the tour after that. So there were a lot of. There were a lot of rooms for, for, for mistakes anyway. Yeah, for sure. And I have to ask, was it easy then, considering that massive gap between dates and the last time playing live to now, uh, was it easy for you to kind of slip back into the touring life, particularly when you're going throughout Europe? Uh, not really, actually. Not, 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 I, I think, you know, when you... It doesn't matter how much, like... It does matter how much you practice because you get better on that. But when you practice in the studio, it's different when you're on the stage. So that's you. You practice, as I said, we, we practice at least fine, and then we got there that we had a problem that we didn't have during the practice, and we used the same laptop, the same, the same software, and this just didn't work. But it it went. I was a bit nervous for the first day. But I was so happy because we had a big stage. We could have uh, the stage 
out the way that he wanted. We had the backdrop, we had the drums, we had all the guitar caps. The layout of that of that gig was really nice. Yeah. And but I think from the second one, because we changed the we changed the set list around. I kind of like I'm not sure about the guys, but it took the weight off my shoulder. Yeah, okay. And then when when I played, and I remember I was playing Why Night. That was our fifth song. And I was like, oh, it's, it's been it's been great. Like playing, like the set list being running as smooth as could be. Yeah. Um and then from there it was just yeah. Especially because we we got got people to, to interact, we got a lot of people like interact with us when we were playing the stage. Hmm. Uh that was really nice. When we were playing Vihan, when when we playing when we were on stage Vihan, the place was already packed. Yeah. So we 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 got the energy of the crowd and and in and the feeling that I think of the tour that was the best gig for me. Yeah. Because I like I like even though we had big stages on the other dates, five was was a small club, so it was Everyone packed, everyone in front of the stage, everyone there, and you had that interaction with, with, with people that they're in front of you. And then after that, they just they come to talk to you like about about your performance, about the songs, about that they liked, and and a lot a lot of things. And that's that's where you got feedback, like oh yeah yeah no it's nice to have different bands in here, and then we sold a lot of merch we talked to a lot of people we didn't even gave autographs autographs on that day <laughs> oh awesome. uh, so so that was amazing. that was kind of um, because we went as, as soon as we finished the set list we didn't have anyone for the merchandise so we went back of course to the merchandise stand to sell the merch and that's where we talked to people in there and but yeah it was uh, yeah uh, but it, it it was a bit nervous on the first day uh, and especially because th- things went wrong we got we got the schedule wrong. We thought we'd be on stage seven. It was half six, so we kind of rushed to the stage. The drummer had to. When I told him this ten minutes, he had to rush the van to get his clothes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so everything was kind of, even though everything was already set up, the stage was already set up. Drum kit was already there. We already had done the sound check. We were the first band, but it was just that uh, feeling. And, and yeah, after two years, it, it, it would be weird anyway. Yes, it would have been weird anyway, as you say. You already mentioned it, but it should be worth knowing. Obviously, the tour was great um, success and a huge thing for you guys. But as you said already, it's not the only thing that uh, was big for you guys this year. Night Hag released at the end of January uh, this year, 2022. So the dust is beginning to settle on the album a bit. It's been a couple of months. Bearing that in mind, and up to this point, how have you found the reaction to the album overall? Uh, I'm very surprised on um, some of the reviews that we got. Yeah. Because I, we didn't plan to sound the way that it is there because we got a lot of uh, reviews uh, comparing us to a metalcore band. Uh, and I think, I think that happened, let's say, like kind of by mistake. Yeah. Um, we... We had a lot. We we all had a, li- a different influence, like background. I come with a lot of death metal. I used to play death, trash death metal band. Okay. And so I, I come with that. I come with that background, like Vader. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we we had the vocalist that he's very. He he likes death black, but he he also likes a lot of trash metal bands. Uh, 
Um, we had a drummer that he's he is very he's a fan of uh, drums that like bands that had really technical drummer like oh. he's a, he's a very fan of Lamb of God Chris Adler he's he's fan of of Tired Murder okay yeah and, and and our basis is more like a new metal he likes corns like not uh, that kind of, so we 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 blend that together. When you create songs, oh, in the in the way the process works, like I, I have a reef. Sometimes I have the structure in mind. I have the whole structure, reef wise in mind. Then I start jamming and see what works, what doesn't work. But I think when we went to the studio and start recording, mm. and we were like, we sound way heavier than we we thought it would be. <laughs> like the first, like we we had the drums. The, the way that we did, we didn't do the way that. Most most of bands do. They record the drums, then they go there, record the bass, then the guitar. What we did is like first week, four tracks, everything. So far, so then drums four tracks, bass four tracks. Then I went there, guitar four tracks, except for the solos and leads, and then vocals four tracks. Mm. Especially because we had two guesses, so we want to send the the, the full tracks of those, uh, the full song for them. Yeah, of course. So so they could add like. Renato was, I'd say, more trick to Renato because he had to add the orchestra arrangement. So he was like, "Give me the the." It doesn't. It's like it doesn't need to mix. Just give me the full one edit. Right. So then I can do my work. So we. So that's we had that kind of ties. Like we do four tracks in the first week because we we did four. I think we did five days in the first week, then four days in the second week, and then three days or four days on the on the third week. Mm. So like we we have that four tracks per week and a bit of spare at the end to if you want to change anything. Yeah. And in in on the, actually in the first week we end up doing five because we on Saturday on Saturday we had finished the, all the four. Then on Sunday it's like oh let's do another one. Yeah. So then we did another one. So drums, guitar, bass, and vocals on Sunday. But uh, after we record after the first day that we record the guitars. And I was like, ah, oh, that sounds heavy. Like that sounds way different than I thought it would sound. Like I just didn't expect. And then, then we, when we when we send the tracks to be mixing mastered, um, they did that tweak there. I asked them what they did. Um, they said they one of the guitar lines they had to reamp my guitar because of the there was missing a punch. Okay, there was missing a punch on that line, and uh, so then they. They use the same, uh, they use a different head. I think they use EVH head for that one. Uh, it's like, that's the only thing. It's like, I had to reamp that. And I was like, I'm happy with the guitar tone. Like, like then then we did, so one of fully back listens, like, in getting the feedback saying that's metalcore, I get where it's coming from because when it, it, it sounds close, the Marco, Marco has that kind of uh, vocals that's very close to metalcore, even though, even though we don't have any clean vocals. Because yep. metalcore bands, they usually have clean vocals in it. But in terms of how he delivered his vocals and changed from growling to oh, what's the name again? I can't forget. Frying to growl. That I think that kind of gave that vibe of, of being and yeah, and yeah, we have influence. Like I, I like as a light dying. I like park I like Parkour Drive. Yeah. Even though we're not we're not heavy as Parkour Drive, we don't we don't play the same tune as they do. No. Um, but I like them. 
And I think the whole plan, it makes sense sometimes. And I, and I think we have tracks that they are different ways. We have tracks that's very deaf trash metal. We have tracks that's very, it'll be called kind of like metalcore. We have tracks that's very groovy. And, and we have the Night Hack, which is the slow one. Um, totally different of the other ones. Yeah. That's how we wanted to do on that track. What about what about the fan reaction? So perhaps the comments you read on social media, YouTube comments and things like that. What's uh, that response been like for you? Uh, it's a it's it's a mix. Uh, we have people that they like, people that they like, which is yep. fine. Like that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, most of the people that I know that they listen to the album, they they have different uh, tracks that they like the most. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, it, and it does make sense because they have different background on, on some of them. Some of them they like have metal, and then when they like have metal, they tend to like the night hag because it's slow, harmony, and that kind of thing. And people they, they like fast. Uh, they they tend to like uh, uh, psychosis the first track. They tend to like ha fallen, which is. When they list, uh, and some of them they listen back to the following version that we had on the EP. I was like, that sounds different. I was like, yeah, productions. Like, we recorded that one faster um, than, than, than the EP. We, I think we, the EP was 190, then we ended up recording the album in 200. But sound wise, yes, we added a solo that did not have a solo. So there are a few things that we, we changed. Hmm. And feel, a few of my friends that they're guitarists, they don't get the why we don't have solos in all the tracks. Right. Uh, and, and for me, personally, I just don't think that all tracks need a guitar solo. Of course. Like, I, I was like, the tracks that, if, if I feel that needs, if you, not only me, if the entire band feels like, oh, we need a guitar solo in there, or we need something in the track. And then we end up trying different things, and sometimes it's the solos are there. Sometimes it's just a solo. It's not a solo. Sometimes yeah. it's a lead. It's just a lead, or 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 something that, for me, it's not crucial to have a solo as a guitarist. Like I, like I know a lot of bands, but most of the bands they do solo in all tracks, and it's hard to say it doesn't make sense to have solo in that track, because once you listen to the track with the solo, yeah, you already yeah. got, got used to that one to that style. But you can you can recognize sometimes when it's a solo has been kind of jammed in there and yeah. probably didn't need to be you know yeah but in in that's what I I kind of got got a mix of of people like oh, I rather have guitar solos and I was like yeah but I'm not it's just not me like it's it's not it's not only it's not me it's not the style of the band we don't want to have a solo in our tracks mm. we don't have. I don't want to have the moment in the track that it has to be my moment. Like, unless it needs, it needs something there. And, and, and my solo hours, I try to work on the solo that it fits with the track. Yeah. Like, if it is a fast track, it has to be a fast solo in, a few, in some parts. And if it's not, it's not a fast track. So I, I, try, I always try to do it that way. Um, I, I, people might like or not i know i know people especially guitarists they won't like that 
but I'm fine with that. And it, it is a style. But in, in general, we got a lot of good comments in the Facebook, good comments on on the on YouTube of the singles that we released. Um, yeah, like in general, cannot complain. Like that's it. If you can't complain, things are it's as good as you can go to get at this stage. Yeah, like it, it is. And uh, as I said, people will like, people won't like. Yeah, um, it's fair enough because everyone has different tastes. Um, as long as we try to get our music in front of most of most of people, and and we expect people to come back and say, "I didn't like that shit." That's fine. Yeah. It's our it's our taste. If you don't like, don't like. It's not gonna hurt my feelings. I rather have a feedback saying, "I didn't like that." I don't like that. Yeah, that's fine. Rather, rather than people say, "Oh, it's cool," it's like being like very vague. Right. Like it, if you don't like, you don't like. Like, it's fine. It is what it is. No, it's the same of course. For me. If 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 I don't like something, I just say I don't like that. It's if not, only it's, life it's, was that simple. What? If only life was that simple and be, yeah, if, be I, that I, correct. I think I think people nowadays they're more uh, saying. I'd say, I don't know, very, I don't know, I'm trying, it's not sentimental, but like, I cannot say that it's just like something because you disagree mm. or just, just like, it's music or it's the same as a food. You don't like, you don't like pasta. If you don't like pasta, that's fine. I'm not going to kill because you don't like pasta. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it, it's just a preference taste, like some, uh, and it's and it's okay. And the thing is, it's okay to tell the artist that you don't like their song. I'm okay having that feedback. Saying, I don't like their song. Yeah. Fine. I I I have a problem when people start attacking. That's a different thing. Yeah. But you say, look, I don't like the song. I listen to the album. It's not it's not my cup of tea. That's fine. Cool. It's not a problem. But then people's like, oh, I I. There's one thing that Ichida Nagini was one of review that we got that he felt a very personal attack. Right, was all about this is shite, this is shite, this is shite, and it's like cool, this is shite, but why this is shite? I wonder yeah. why. It, like just saying that it's horrible. Since you 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 reviewed the album, you have to give me the reasons why that's bad. Yeah. But then I went to, um, I went to the page, and then I found the guy who did the review, and then I saw his preferred tastes. It's like a guy who likes. What he liked, like uh, uh, Deep Purple, it's tricky on that style on old old school rock bands right. that I like. That I like. I'm I'm very old. I like a lot of old school heavy metal bands like Geo. I, I love Geo, for instance. Yes. But I and then then I think I get why he he didn't like. But I was expecting to say like, at least saying this is not the song that I. It's not type of music that I like. <laughs> That's mm. why I just like the whole thing. <laughs> But he just gave a f- vague feedback, and that's very disappointing. I, I, I don't. We got we got feedback saying, um, uh, some, so for some people the album was a bit tiring. Listen to the entire album. It's right. fine. And and even some of them say like, look, some some, if you if you like this, they they even gave you some examples like if you like this style's band or this style, you you you're gonna like that. But it's not it's not it's not the side the bands that I like. Which is fine. That's a that, that's what I usually expect for feedbacks. 
And if he's just a normal person, not a normal person, if you don't do reviews, just listen to the album and say, look, look, yeah, I don't like it. But I don't get the point that you have to go on the artist's page and say, what do you do is shite. Yeah. Because we haven't caught that a lot, but I've seen artists getting that. I was like, why do you have to, like, because if you like some something, you're not going to go to the artist's page like, Oh, I love your work. But if you just like, you actually have to make a point of dislike. Like, it's just, it's just the world has been weird with social media nowadays. And, and I think people try, it's not people trying to get their opinion out, trying to get their negative opinion out. Yeah, the loudest the voices are the most negative out there. Yeah. And it, it, it generate clicks, it's clickbait. <laughs> Thing is, like, for me, there's so much to really enjoy in it. And I want to touch upon a couple of specific ones as well. Of course, you have some impressive and distinctly different guests on the album. Of course, Sepultura's Andreas Kisser, who provides his guitar skills on White Knight. Um, yeah. How big of an honour was it for you guys to get him involved? And how did that come about? Uh, it came about... So... Marco, the vocalist, he's a friend of Renato's. He's Renato's friend. And Renato's the guy who did the request orchestra arrangement for us on the last track and also the intro of the album. Mm. Renato's like, we, 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 we already have the riff that I have for the Night Hag. I had that since we recorded the EP. Okay. So we, I knew it was, it was going to be a slow track. And we'd need different elements to uh, to add to the track. Then Marco asked Renato if he would do that for us. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. For, like, yeah, I'll do that for free, no problem. Oh, like, sweet. It's, it's, it's his personal friend. He's very close. They were uh, best man of his wedding. Oh. Um, but Renato is also the guy who did a lot of intros and sound effects for the past three Sepultura albums, including Quadra, uh, Machine Messiah, and I can remember, can't remember the other one before. And he's a personal friend of Andreas. So that was the connection. Then we asked Renato to ask Andreas, would you record a solo in our tracks? And back then, uh, Sepultura was busy with the Sepultura uh all every every wednesday videos videos and mm. trying to you know, as a musician that you leave on that you, you need to keep that ball rolling get the money in try to you know and he was like oh, i would do it but i'm busy with 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 my projects and i won't be able to do it and if i eat and i don't want to do things that is going to sound shy mm. i just don't want to do that and yeah of course his name is going to be there as well and I was like, oh, no, that's fine. But then we end up postponed, postponed the first recording, the second one as well. And then we asked him to ask him again. And then it was first, then it was Marco's birthday. And Andreas was in Renato's house. And when I was like, I'm going to record a video for my friend that is his birthday. He's also uh, your fan, of Sepultura's fan. And remember the guy who asked for the recording for the solo? He said, yeah, 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 I remember. Oh, Fire out the camera and then we, we give him a, a happy birthday. During his breath, during his happy birthday, he's like, "Hey Marco, yeah, happy birthday, blah blah blah." Remember the the solo that you asked me? I'm gonna give you that as a, my birthday gift. Oh, 
And then uh, Marco couldn't believe. He sent me the video because it was in Portuguese and I'm Brazilian, so we, we, I couldn't watch the video. I was like, I was like, oh, Andreas, now we have that in the video. <laughs> <laughs> um, then after we record the album, we sent the track, we chose the track and, and he recorded it. Uh, I never spoke to him. Um, never got a chance. He, he did a, he not only recorded the track, he also promoted the band in, he, he has a radio show in Sao Paulo that runs every Sunday night. So he also promote, he also played the track that he was, that he's a guest. And then after we released the album, he listened to the album. He's like, I'm going to play this track. And then we got to know that he was going to play because the, the, the producer of the show texted us, messaged us on Facebook. Uh, he actually messaged me on WhatsApp saying, Look, Andreas is going to play your track, this track by his choice this Sunday. Mm. And I was like, cool, great. So then, we, of course, we announced that. Uh, so he, he, he not only gave the solo, he went a bit further on, on that. We could not get him to do the video clip because that 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 involves image and that that, that involves other things that yes. is not only even the solo. He was fine using his name. He was fine putting his name because he was the guest on it. But using the image, uh, it's it's a lot of more things involved than just just giving the a birthday thing. Yeah. Because the, um, but we are fine with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, very happy. Very happy that what he did. Um, hopefully, I'm gonna meet him up when they're in Dublin. I think it's November. If we're not, if the if the recent rats not on the tour, same same month. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I'm glad. Yeah. It, I'm glad such a, an incredible thing turned out the way it did. And you brought his name up a couple of times, but it has to be said what Renato does in regards to giving uh, the Night Hag particularly making that a super cinematic sounding track you you must have you must have loved what he did yeah and when we first listened to it and he gave the explanation he said why he's approached the way that he did it and why he stopped his work in some parts of the track and i i is 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 my favorite track of the album it is my favorite track of the album like I like I, I like that and Soundly Unknown. They are the two of my favorite tracks of the ah. album. Um, and and that was the track that we had problem to play live that I had to remove on the set list. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> me, 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 me and Mark was like, oh, man, I can't remember. I'm still pissed and not playing that one. It's like, I'm, I was pissed on the first day, but then after the, the things worked out pretty well during the tour, uh, I just got over but that was a track that had a problem because for that one since we have the elements all the way in, in the track until the very end the drummer need the click mm. um, we had a problem splitting the signal click and and for whatever reason left and right one of them wasn't working at all and the guy the guy in the front house like I'm not got anything here I was like you should get and then I was like then I plugged the phone and I put the phone. I was like, why is that? Is, why is nothing on my right side? What the <laughs> hell? Like, that was working like two days ago when the practice was working. Now it's not working. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it is what it is. But yeah, it, it is my favorite track of the album. It is. He did an amazing job. He brought, he brought a lot of 
even even the violin when the violin starts uh i think it's the second half of the verse um it's just it's just amazing like i, I like the whole thing but uh, it is my favorite track of the album <laughs> No, it is an amazing, amazing track. And you know, next tour, the next tour that 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 that's there then. Um, and talking of which, then I guess what uh, what plans you have in place for the remainder of twenty twenty two that you can talk about, and uh, what's the likelihood of you guys popping up on some festival lineups as we start to hit the sort of summery time? Uh, we try to get some of the festival, but most of them. Not in the UK, but most of them in Europe, they had the lineup since the COVID because they, yeah. they didn't happen. Um, we, we're still trying. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, we're gonna get there. But it's very hard at the moment to get to get in without someone that could work or have a good contact with those festivals. But we we are hoping for the next year. Mm. Like I have a bunch of contacts to make. Uh, small and big festivals for next year to see if we can get in. Uh, it's locked yeah. for next year's since they it's going to be fully open. Yeah, yeah. All fast, all, all fast happening this year. Then hopefully next year we'll be able to get in, in, in the slot. We're gonna try. This, I'm trying this year, but it's gonna be really hard. I yes. Think only, I think. I believe there might be some slot open in Bloodstock, but I'm not sure yet. And we we try another uh, try another festival in another country as well. We have a UK dates to announce soon. Uh, we're gonna do four dates in the UK, probably in July. And we have a tour in Europe that's gonna go. Uh, I'm say I'm, I'm assuming now because I don't, I don't have the places and and the venues. But yeah, based one on a talk to the agent, it's gonna be probably from Germany to the Easter part with Poland, Czech Republic. Um, that's going to be, that's going to be our headline tour. That's going to be Ooh, nice. Just us and, and see what's going to happen. Uh, that's what we have so far. We've been, we, we haven't, we haven't played in Dublin yet since we released the album. We're going to try to get some, some dates uh, in Ireland to do that as well. Probably either together together with the dates in the UK or together with the European dates uh, but we're going to try to we, we don't want to play like every two months in Dublin yeah, either of course so we we, we, we want to play the right gig that we know we can we, we can perform well so that's that's the plan but yeah let's see I know you're already thinking on 2023 yeah. Uh, thinking what we can do 2023, the first half of 2023, until we get the summer, see if we can get festivals in the summer as well, 2023. Then we we see what's going to happen from there. It is. That's incredible. I mean, that is such a busy lot of stuff already in the works for you. It, there's a strong sense of excitement that's sort of feel surrounding the Risen Dread at the moment, the album release in January, coming off back of that tour, all your long-term plans. Do you feel the same excitement? I I feel because I'm I'm I'm, I'm very excited about the thing, and because I know what what what's about to come. Cool, cool. <laughs> uh, like like it's 
I, I look after the business side. So it, it's me talking to the agent. It's me talking to the guy. It's me approaching festivals. It's me talking to get to try to get the ball, the ball rolling more, say, further down. Um, uh, yeah, like I, I already have in mind a kind of plan for the first half of 2023. Yeah. But I need to sit down with the guys and see if everyone's happy with that. Um, because it is like we 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 all we all have work, so of it has course. to it has to match to fit in everyone's schedule. And we, we we all have work, we all have family. I I'm, I I I have a daughter, um, so we have to get very well that mm. think that what works, what doesn't work, and if it doesn't work, what we can do. Um, but uh, um, hopefully we can announce something very nice for the first half of the of the next year the way that we did for this year can't wait man um, can't wait it's the trappings of a modern band um the difficulties you've got to do around scheduling but either way it's still a super exciting time and fingers crossed everything goes your way yeah 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 we hope uh, it's, it's, a lot, it's a lot of work it's a lot of networking work <laughs> uh to do it uh but it is it, it is how things work you need to make the right connections and make contacts to the right people that it can get it can get you in in good in front of in front of audience that's the main thing get get to play to people and at the end of the day they might like or not but that's what it is on that note then we'll wrap this up do go check out night haggits out now and Keep an eye on your social medias for all these upcoming tours. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I massively appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for the space. Uh, hope you guys check it out. Keep, 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 keep the eyes on our social media. That's where we're going to announce things that's to come, dates, and, and maybe other things that might happen this year that are just not in the plan. <laughs> yep. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?